Hey, what's going on? Today on the show, UFC light heavyweight champion Glover Teixeira stops by. He talks about some of the tips and tricks that he uses to have long-term sustainability in this crazy, crazy sport, and also what it was like training with guys like Chuck Liddell, getting him ready for those Randy Couture trilogies. Coming up. Thanks for taking the uh, the time. I know you're super freaking busy, especially now that you got the strap. You're getting called in a million different directions to talk and do interviews, and everybody wants a piece of Glover Teixeira. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, you know, traveling to Brazil too next uh, next week, so a lot of uh, <clears throat> getting stuff together, you know, to travel. So. Yeah, see, I'm yeah. I'm I'm old man. Like I uh, I remember your fight with oh my gosh, who was it? Matt Horowitz. That was like your second fight back way back in the day, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, fight, crazy yeah. Matt Horowitz. Remember he was like yeah. it was, that was a long time ago, man. So I've been I've been, crazy, I've been on the Glover train for a minute. Are you training? You train with uh, I see your picture a little bit. Yeah, so um, I so I started doing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu in like 1996, yeah, with a Henzo Gracie affiliate who brought Henzo in for seminars back then. And he was, you know, you really couldn't find a lot of Jiu Jitsu schools in the U.S. And then um, I went, uh -huh. I started doing MMA in 1998. Uh, I fought on the, my first fight was on the same card that Matt Hughes had his first fight on, and so way back in the day. And then my last fight was 2008. So I didn't train in gi for a long time. Trained with Eddie Bravo for a minute, and then went back and uh, I got my, my black belts through Henzo Gracie, and that's. That's where my lineage is now. So, but I trained at ATT. You're at ATT now, right? No, no. I, uh, you know, I have my own gym over here in uh, Connecticut, Danbury. Oh, why was it? Oh, you know, Danbury. That's, oh, Junior, yeah, no. Junior DeSantos is over at ATT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, it's too many guys to keep track of. Too so, many guys there, man. I just stay here, like, uh, and that's why I say in the winter, it's hard to, you know. You gotta remind yourself to drink. Not in Florida. In Florida, you don't need to remind remind yourself to drink water. You know, you're constantly sweating down here. It's like uh, you gotta get the water in. No choice. You over there? You over there in Florida now? Or no. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, I'm in a suburb of Florida, in Pembroke Pines. I'm like between Fort Lauderdale and uh, Miami, like right in the middle, but just a further west. Okay. Okay. It's not too bad. So yeah, you know, Florida's. Florida's a lot like Brazil, man, with that weather. We got the humidity, and uh, obviously there's a big Brazilian community down here. So you were born and raised in Brazil. Did you have your first exposure to mixed martial arts in Brazil or in the U.S.? No, over here, over here. Uh, yeah, I try, you know, I tried to train over there, and, and uh, my my, uh, my dream, you know, to become a fighter, uh, and not, not even – like an athlete, you know, professional athlete, you know, uh, so so such a small town, man. Then we um we move moving here. That's when I start right here in Denver, you know. So you know, one of the things that uh, I've experienced is that people in the U.S. they kind of look at fighting as it's something fun to get into and they try it out. But in Brazil, because of the economic structure down there, like it's it's a way to feed your family. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a route out of the favelas and some of the some of the more repressed economies down there. Did mm. um did you start you started wrestling um and then you got into striking right? I start uh, I you know I start over here. I start like uh, I watch a horse grace tape you know uh, <clears throat> that's for ninety three but it was like two thousand one and that's when I'm like. I fell in love with the sport, so I I uh, I wanted to do UFC. You know, I never really come come from a background or anything. I'm just like uh, when I watched that tape, I wanted to do jujitsu, but I um, 
I wanted to do jiu-jitsu for, you know, for UFC already. So I was already looking for wrestling, you know, uh, over here and like uh, and, and boxing, already trained with boxing, wrestling, you know, to end up uh, in a good hands with, uh, with uh, you know, things, things bad coming for right, right? Like when I, I, or I fought the Eric Schurz, you know, I, I lost my first fight there with Eric. And the, but I, then they got me the in the hands of you know John Hackman and Chuck Liddell there. So that's when I uh, you know I start develop my uh, my my you know style right there. I mean that's uh, got to be one of the best, if not the best, training partners for uh, for a heavyweight to be able to get in there and mix it up with Chuck Liddell and people. I've trained with Chuck too; he's a friend. And people don't realize Chuck Liddell was actually a really good wrestler too. Like he's known to stri- for striking, but he has really, really good wrestling. Yeah. No, and 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 it's funny because people say all the time like, uh, <clears throat> it, "It's weird you train with Chuck so so many times, but like uh, you have a different style." But like I say, yeah, because uh, can you imagine we both us. Uh, both of us training and uh, take down the fence, like, you know, we, it's like, uh, so I, I, I got better with my uh, coming in, take down, you know, take downs because I have to work with Chuck. I have to, to help Chuck for his fight. Most of the fights he, you know, he fights against wrestler. Well, I mean, the, all the fights that he fought, pretty much a guys who, who was going to, at least in his prime, was pretty much guys that was going to take him down and trying to, you know, ground and pound him. So I was helping him with that and it helped my style too, you know. Were you training with Chuck when he was fighting Randy Couture during one of those three bouts? Mm-hmm. I was in all the all the prime, man. Like uh, Cheeto Ortiz, two fights. Uh, Randy, all the three fights, yeah. I was there, Jeremy Horn, you know. Like, oh, I mean, the rematch, of course. So how so, many... So what made you decide to leave uh, the tutelage of John Hackleman and start going elsewhere to train? No, no, I um, I went to Brazil, you know. I had to go to Brazil. I had to go to Brazil because uh, I, uh, you know, I have a visa situation. So I had a visa situation. So I had to go to Brazil to figure that out. So that's when I, you know, I, there I met Pedro Rizzo. You know, become a great friend of mine to Marco Ruas. I met Marco here and one of the exposure and in, in, in LA, like LA, LA, um, LA Fitness, something like that. But it was like, a, you know, like a, they have in Las Vegas, the big fight week, you know? Yeah. The UFC they, Expo. They have, Expo, Expo, yeah. LA Expo, MMA, M- LA MMA Expo, yeah, something like that. So I met Marco there a long time ago, and I met Pedro Brazil. You know, man. Then I uh, after that I went back. You know, John is still in my corner, but mm-hmm. uh, then I say I settled in. You know, I went to Florida, trained in Florida a little bit. And then I put my gym over here. I say, you know, I want to settle, man. I want to stay here. If I'm gonna be a champion. I, you know, after traveling all this, uh, all the world, pretty much, you know, after travel around the world and, and, and know for everybody, now I want to settle in and I want to put this together, put the pieces together, like Bruce Lee say, you know, take what's work for you, take what's not work for you, 
and keep you know so i put the pieces together and uh keep open my mind of course a lot of pieces out there to you know to, to, the, to make it perfect right but uh it's working it's working yeah. you had 21 fights in the ufc obviously your first um title shot was against john jones going into that fight what was your plan to to beat jones uh, you know, just like at that time, was uh, strike him, try to knock him out, you know, uh, and, and if there's a possibility to take him down, go and ground and pound him. But like uh, that, the situation was the same, the same, uh, the same thing that I do today. It was no no difference. Except Don Jones was, uh, you know, different animal, uh, different time. I don't know. Uh, even if I fight him today, it might be the first, might be the same thing. If it was this, you know, who knows? We only find out if you do it again, right? But um, it was a different time, and it was the same strategy: beat him, grind him. But uh, John Jones got the best of me right in the beginning of the rounds. You know, he he popped my shoulder uh, with a good movement. You know, and uh, and after that, he's all all went downhill. Yeah, well, John Jones has that effect on just about everybody, man. So, so um, yeah. when you train to fight a guy, now some guys will look at a lot of tape and try to adjust a strategy based on their opponent. Do you look more at tape and try to figure out a strategy, or do you just always go in looking for kind of the same? I want to knock you out, or if I have to take you down. Depends, man. I, uh, I'm not, I'm not worried about. It. I'm not worried about it too much. You know, my coach do all the tape and stuff. I watch fight. Once, uh, once in a while, I, you know, if I'm bored at home, just hanging out, and I say, I'm going to watch, I'm going to do some homework. Because for me, it's work, you know. Uh, I, I rather, like, you know, pet my cats and, and look at the birds outside, look at the snow, you know, read some books and enjoy life. Then uh, there's time to work, it's time to work, right? That's training for me. And that's fighting for me. But our fighting... And, and sometimes I come home and I say, hey, let me do some homework over here. So I put things on the side and I watch a fight. I watch a fight or two. But this has become recently because before I never really watched tapes. So how does it feel being finally 21 fights in, 42 years old, Glover Teixeira, UFC champion? How does that belt feel around your waist? Yeah. Feels pretty good, man. Feels like an accomplishment, you know, like a great accomplishment. Me and uh, my wife here, she's see right here. You know, we, we, you know, we put it so much work towards this, so much effort, you know, my whole life to it. And, and was one of the things that, like, uh, I put myself in a situation before the belt, right? If it doesn't happen, it doesn't go in... in a waste, you know. My career was never. My career was not gonna go waste if it didn't. If it I didn't come to champ, you know. And myself, I still feel like uh, that's how you feel, you know. And that's I felt like that before the fight. Hey man, what I did, what I am. It's it's different, you know. It's different than like uh, just the belt, right? Now the belt is accomplishment to something bigger, to something. Uh, to close up something that you can say forever, right? Hey, uh, I'm a champion of the world. Oh, 50 years old from now, I say, hey, I was 
I was UFC champion in 2001, 2021, you know? Yeah, for so, sure. Did Have you ever had any thoughts of doing things like like guys like GSP or um, Khabib Nurmagomedov? They win the belt, they defend it a couple times, and then they retire as the champion. Uh, is that something that you think? I mean, you're 42 years old. Obviously, you can't fight for 20 more years. Do you think that you're going to have um, you know a certain number of bouts coming up and then you're going to decide to hang up the gloves? Or is that not a decision you make until you like listen to your body and see how you react? Yeah, no, I don't care. I don't. I'm not comparing to any anybody, anything. I'm just gonna, you know. I love this. I love to go in there and, and train with these young guys. I really do, man. I really like like to spar, like to grapple, you know. And like now, I'm getting paid for. You know, I like to grapple. I like when I feel good grab. I feel good, you know, uh, and the scramble and the, and the sparring, you know. Camp is a, is a little bit different because camp is, you know, it's tough. Camp, camp get there, but that's job. You know, we all have like, tough, you got to go. You got to go out, get it. It's camp. It's not having fun, right? You're not, you're not there. That's the difference. That's when you got to click. First thing, I love it. Always going to do jujitsu. Always, right? Uh, always going to probably, you know, spar around, light spar with the guys, like, like guys like Patan, he hit he hit the hardest, but uh, he's a guy that you can spar. He, anybody can spar with him, right? So we can just spar for fun, get a hit, get a couple hits in, hit get get you know hit a couple times, not not too bad, nothing crazy. Probably gonna always gonna do that. How, Grappling. How, when you when you fought John Jones for the title the the first time, that was in I think April of two thousand and fourteen, and now recently, obviously, you just won. The, the championship belt seven years later. How does your training change as you're getting older, if at all? Just uh, um, just there, just having more fun, you know. And um, and when camp coming, I focus more in the uh, in the and rest and recover my body, you know. Having fun, train hard. Then you go, you know, like I say, I was, I was telling you, it's time to click, right? When I have fun, you have fun. Oh, grab it. I always going to do, but time to camp coming. That's when you start, look, put the preparation. Back then, I think I put too much effort on training. But then I go out and, uh, you know, and, and Friday night, hang out, watching the fights, maybe get a couple shots, get a couple beer. You know, that's not that's not resting. It's still six weeks away from the fight or five weeks away from the fight, but they, hey, that's not resting, you know. We lie to ourselves and you keep saying, yeah, man, couple beers, you know, the weight go up, everything, man. So focus 100%, you know. Do you think that um, if given the opportunity again, obviously you're the champion, do you think you'd ever want to fight John Jones again? Do you think that'll happen at some point? Uh, I don't know, man. I, uh, I'm just enjoying right now. I see what's ahead of me, you know. Uh, Jiri, they've been talking about it, right? Um that's what I had. I mean, I, uh, I'm not, you know, like I say, I, 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 I hold my ego. I control my ego. So I don't go too crazy, man, on, uh, on us. Um, thinking about flying to, you know, just live in the moment, live in the moment and enjoy the next fight. And, uh, I don't know, man, if it's possibility one day, maybe. Have they have they talked to you at all about who might be next up on the docket for you to fight? 
No, I've not talked yet, but like, uh, you know, it seems going to be Jiri Paskasha, that's his name. Uh, it's hard to pronounce the last name, right? Jiri. Yuri, Jiri, Prakasha. Yeah. I think it's going to be him. I believe so. You know when that would be? No. No dates yet? No, no, not nothing yet. What's in, in a perfect world? How many times a year would you fight? Ah, two times. Two is enough? Perfect world, two times right now, yeah. If you ask me the special, like uh, when I fought John Jones, I'll say four, you know? Yeah. But uh, right now, two times, man. One time, you know. Uh, it's pretty, you know, man. I, I'm not rushing, man. I'm just enjoying. What do you think is, has been the secret that's, that allows? That's it. That's it. This is it. You're gonna. Uh, I think that's the secret for all of us, though, for all of us, because uh, when you when we young, right, the the world passing so fast, and you trying to keep up with it. You want this, you want that, and you gotta go. You know, it's true. But like. Uh, just relax a little bit and, and, and observe it, you know? Just want to relax and enjoy the, what's going on in the moment. You, you, you just go far. It doesn't... You still can fight if you have to, you know, if you wanted to, two, four times a year. Like, to be honest, I'm ready to fight because I have MRI in my shoulder because I, I kind of hurt a little bit in my last fight. But uh, it's already, I mean, I feel 100%. We just take MRI just to, you know, just in case. See it, the doctor see. But, like, where did you go again? But I just want to enjoy a little time off, you know, a little give a break to the body, give a break to the mind so I can start in camp again. So I know that you went to um, the Cleveland Clinic and you went with Senator McCain and a couple other people there to talk about brain health. Cause that's one of the things we really don't have a lot of um, research on as opposed to the boxing world that's been around for 50, 60 years in the MMA community, the long-term yeah. effects of you know striking and stuff like that. Um, what have you, what have you seen in terms of like how that's going to affect athletes or is that a concern for you personally or for the sport? Yeah, for, of course, the training, Training is the is the key, you know. When you uh, when you learn how to train, you know, the fight is I mean, it's a little bit out of control. The referees there, you know, they have a very uh, very good referees. Uh, and it's a fight. You're gonna take uh, you're gonna take a beating if you have to in a fight, you no know, because you gotta you gotta go after, you know. Like I'm the worst guy to say that, you know. You look at my fights. Uh, I'm always get beat up first, you know. This last fight was kind of cool, you know. It was no, you know, but usually, but training, how do you train, you know? That's that's per, the precaution that everybody should have, you know. Head gear, you know, and knowing you don't have to kill each other in training. When you learn that, you can go far. So, um, when you have a bout coming up, how far out are you typically getting ready? And does that change if it's a championship fight? I'm just trying to get – hold on. Let me put this battery here. Otherwise, my phone is going to – Yeah, no die. problem. All right. Uh, hold on a second. Yeah. Okay. So let me make sure this uh, went in. Okay. Yeah, we're good now. Okay. What do you – you say uh, – 
So you, when you're getting ready for the fights, are you training eight weeks? I mean, you're always training, but like in terms of putting together a fight camp, how long does that typically last and what does that look like? Usually six weeks, six weeks. I like to do it, you know, six weeks, get in the camp already, like my weight down, you know, my fight weight. Usually I, a perfect, perfect camp is going in with the fight weight to start camp, you know. That's how, I, you know, I like the guys to do it in the gym too. Start camp, six, five weeks already on the fight, uh, 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 on the weight that you're going to fight, you know. Do you find it's uh, it's harder to cut weights as you get older or do you not cut a lot of weight for your fights? I don't cut much anymore, but for sure, yeah. Everything's harder when you get older, man. <laughs> So when you're, do you um, primarily just train at your school to get ready for the bouts, or do you float around and bring other people in? Now we, um, I when I was here in the beginning, I used to travel, you know, bring the guys in to help me out. But now we have such a, a strong, great team going, so we're not, you know, not traveling anybody. But that's how I meet uh, Alex Pereira, you know, and a couple other guys that come and they. Uh, they wanted to stay. We have a very good people there, you know, in the community after 20 years in the game, you know. Yeah. Uh, like I say, contact is the thing. Communication, contact, knowing everybody. And they fly to me if I have to. Do you feel like um, having your own school and, and the commitment you have to being the instructor to your students versus being the fighter, that one takes away from the other? How do you find that balance? Um, just like I, I, I gotta focus on uh, like one thing at a time, right? Like when I come to camp, I you know I'm focused 100 in my fight, you know, 100 in my fight. Like whatever the fight time, two three months before, like for this title. Soon as they say this is where you're gonna fight, that's when and that's where, and boom, you know, vision. Like of course I'm there, but I'm not there. I'm just there for fun. I don't have to be there. You know what I mean? So that's how I balance things. Don't count on me, but I can be there. I can help you out. Doesn't mean I'm not gonna help you out, but don't I don't want to count on me. You know what I mean? Don't be like, hey, I go, you know, because I'm focused hundred percent on my fight. That's how I uh, yeah, I usually do, and they know that. So, um. Now that you're the UFC champion, what was the biggest change that you've personally experienced since you left the cage with the belt? Uh, repeat that question. Since, since you become the champion, what's some of the biggest yeah. changes that you've seen, whether it's personally or from your career point of view? Uh, man, just, um, I don't know, man. I come back over here, you know, more, more for sure, like, uh, activity you know outside people calling and stuff but like I, I i think this is what you kind of bring a little bit you know the promotion that you put out there right now we have the social media that is uh that is big and what you put out there that's you know they got the chaos chaos you know and people like it some people like to do it i'm more like very relaxed calm peace enjoy peace, you know, kind of guy. So, I mean, for me, it's like, it's been noisy yet, but I deal with the job 
the way I have to deal with it, you know. But uh, it didn't change that much, man. My life's still the same, you know. That's what I'm trying to say. I try to avoid the noise as much as I can. So when you're, I mean, you're on top of your game, obviously. And when you get to a certain level, where do you look to find the new techniques that you're going to work on or sharpen up certain areas of wrestling or jujitsu? Do you bring in coaches or do you just mostly focus on your conditioning at this point? No. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't, I'm not a guy that I, I like to drill a lot. Nah, not drill like, you know, repetition because I did that like way too many back then. Now what we do like, uh, like a specific drills, you know, Specific drills, go back, get back, get this, get that. See what's uh, work over here. This guy's is better over there. We're going to work on that. And then um, we have this strong team. Like I say, we talk with Kyle. Oh, with this guy's get good. You know, he's good in arm bar like Jan, you know. he's He got some good arm bar, good, you know, some choke to the side. So we work on specific things like that. See what the guys are good at it, but. Overall, just, you know, I'm not worrying too much what the guy's going to do, really. I have that mentality from, uh, uh, I think Mike Tyson, or oh, Castamaro say something about Mike Tyson, you know, don't worry about what, what the guy's going to do. They have to wait about, uh, they have to worry about you, <laughs> you know? So I'm not worried about too much what they're going to do. They have to worry about me. They I, they know what, what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah, Castamato and Tyson, those are those are the glory days. So when when guys come into your gym now and they want to do MMA or they're up and coming fighters that look up to you in the UFC, what advice would you give them so that they can be successful and have a long career in the sport? Um, learn how to train, right? It's not a fight every day. Your training is 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 training. It's to get better at teach. I mean, teach is training. You helping. You don't be don't be a bully just because you can, you know. Uh, don't be a. But you have a good training, good tra- good sparring. You know, you go you go and you train. You, you good training partner. Find a good training partner. Find a good one. And uh, you know, leave the, the the ego at home because the ego is the biggest key of all the injuries. People get injuries every day on the. On the thing, uh, on the gym, you know, because the ego, they don't want to lose training with this guy because uh, the guy got me an arm, I should have tapped, you know, man. Yeah. You know, just things like that. You got to train, you know, look at me, 42 years old, we train over here. I don't pull out a fight. I, uh, I keep, you know, I keep training, you know, keep stay like this, you know, hopefully, but like, you know, know how to train, man. Um, what's a typical training session look like for you? Are you doing two a days, three a days? Do you just listen to your body and or do you have a pretty set schedule? No, I just listen to the body, but I like to work out uh, two times a day at least. For me now, you know, in camp I only do one, one, one time, one time a day in camp, on my camp. But, you know, right now I, I, it depends. I, I train live today, I can train... Maybe I grapple tonight, you know, because I just did a, a little run today. I teach the guys. I did like a 30-minute running. Yeah. But maybe I grapple tonight, you know. I'm going to teach the class, so 
that's that's funny that you said that you only train when you're in camp once a day because I think the general the rule that I've always seen, I know I used to do two a days. A lot of guys are coming into the gym three times a day to train. Do you think that they're overtraining? 42 right now, too, you know, you got to think that way, too, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but yes, a lot of overtraining. Camp, you don't need uh, you don't need to train, especially when it comes like you peak, right? Two, maybe three times before. Uh, when it comes to camp, it, it go three weeks before you fight, man, or for anybody. I do that with all, everybody. Then I start doing one train a day. One train a day because I want a quality training, not quantity, you know. When it comes three weeks, three weeks out, one train a day. Well, you've had 40 professional MMA fights over many, many years. If you were to go back to the beginning of your MMA training, would you do anything differently than you did to this point? Come on, man. That's an unfair question. That's <laughs> like, uh, it's unfair. It's unfair question for the whole, uh, well, for you. If I ask you, like, hey, man, if you go back 20 years ago, would you do anything different in your life? I would. I'd work on wrestling a lot more, personally. That's something. You know, you, of course, you do. Like, you know all the mistakes. Like, I used to do so. But if you say, if you tell me, okay, well, what that advice you go back 20 years back? Um, or, or even when I got in UFC 10 years back, yeah, man, listen to the body more, uh, drill and, and like, uh, work, work on like, uh, on the Tuesday is gonna, you know, make the difference. What's make the difference? They all know boxing, right? But the good boxing code, like Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, they snap, the punches snap, the, the, you know. Those things you gotta work on timing. Put more effort on timing. With timing someone, you know. So, Those are drills. Those like you gotta drill that. Yeah. So I would tell myself to drill more, and and, and not go so hard all the time. Not to kill myself. I just don't cross fit, man. Fifteen years ago, I was doing, five, you know. Training camp, uh, I mean, training and do CrossFit to work out at night. Really, totally go in the CrossFit gym. And people still do that today. They go to in Brazil they or, or here. They go to CrossFit gym and do CrossFit workout. Uh, you know, okay, this is the workout today, CrossFit. And like now, you're going to battle that guy that is there doing CrossFit only. And, and you, we did. I equal, you know. Oh man, I, I heard shit. I gotta roll 800 meters. This guy's is roll a thousand meters. You know, I'm be, behind him, and all that for what? Like to to kill yourself, you know? To you, kill yourself. So your first fight in the UFC was against Kyle Kingsbury. That was back May 2012. When you first fought in the UFC, a lot of people talk about getting that deer in headlights, right? Like it's their first time on a huge stage. They get nervous. You obviously didn't have that as an issue. You you stopped him yeah. with a submission in the first round. Were you nervous no. going into your first fight with the UFC? No, not at all. Not at all. I was never really nervous going in any fight, man. I was like uh, maybe a couple fights, but I really never really. I was just zoning. I was just happy. I'm always like I always have been. Never really changed me from if you tell me like, 
the adrenaline, yeah, more adrenaline, more like, uh, but anxiety about like, I have to win or I'm going to win or, or I'm afraid I'm going to lose. These things never come to my mind because even when I was there, WC, like, oh man, if I don't win this fight, I was, I was in Brazil with Ed Soares already told me, all right, I knock out Sukuju. I was in Brazil waiting for my paper. And the day that my, my paper arrived, I would come here and I would fight in UFC. Contractors already all set. Dan White already say, in, you know, Mao say, hey, man, we need Glover. We want him. And, and Joe Silver that time. And I was fighting all those fights over there. You know, feel somebody else. And people ask me, hey, man, you want to you wanna really fight? Because uh, if you lose... The UFC, I say, if I lose, what I want to be in UFC for? If I lose those guys over here, man, maybe they deserve to be in UFC then, you know? So it's just fighting. I'm never really nervous about it, you know? Just enjoy the moment. Yeah, man. Well, you've definitely got the, a great moment to sit back and enjoy and just relax now that you're the champ. Do you feel like there's more pressure on your shoulders for the next fight because now you're the defending champion and a lot of people say you're not really the champion until you've defended your belt once or do you feel like it's just another day at the office regardless well, look at me look at me right now do i look stressed not at all yeah, man not really you man. look like you're enjoying life yeah and i'm gonna grapple tonight i train two times today you know i uh like i say uh, and that's just like uh drinking a little water here eating good food I'm gonna, you know, grapple like probably like, go at it today, you know, with, uh, with those monster day, like Tuma is getting ready to for Rodolfo Vieira. So it's it's a brawl, man. I love it, you know. That's want, no pressure. I'm just gonna know, go there and do what I love to do. The one thing I've never really asked anybody, and uh, I'm really curious because you've had an extreme amount of longevity in this sport and still competing, obviously, at your age at a super high level, and you're the champ. What, um, what's your diet look like? Do you change your diet at all? Do you just eat vegan or do you just it's eat everything? It's very good now. Eat normal. Like, just less, right? Don't need to eat too much. Uh, just control portion, man. Like, uh, you know good like eggs morning stuff like everybody knows man nothing crazy you know nothing too crazy uh, vitamins yeah nothing crazy man reality is 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 discipline i think you know focus and what you want to do like like i say a lot of people don't don't know how to do it you know don't cross feet and then go training the next day and know why my jiu-jitsu is not so good why i'm getting injury you know, then you go wrestle the next day. You know how hard it is uh, wrestling uh, practice. You know, then you go uh, tired in the next day. That's how you get injured. You know, people don't know. Yeah. yeah they, and, 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 and reality is people, they lose sight of it when you start making the people get into for something. You can never, you can never forget the rules the roots you come from, right? People got in because they love it. I love wrestle. I love fighting. It's in my, it was my blood. But then somebody else over here is changing. This guy start talking about now putting pressure on you. You're just a guy there. 
you, you got to remember, man, when you grapple, when I grapple Naga, do I care about the guy beating me? Do I care about, you know? No. I just want to get in there and do the best I can, you know, and, and I do what I train. I'm ready to go 10 minutes. with the, This is grappling then, you know? And now the stage is big. The fight is big. The the chaos outside, right? They promote oh, UFC, light heavyweight, blah, blah. But that promotion, but you cannot change what's inside. Inside is your, I'm a fighter. I'm just a kid that wants to have fun, man. Going there and wants to have fun, you know what I mean? So we can't. That's the advice I give it to the people, to the kids, you know, to not let the outside noise to change and to put that pressure because people put that pressure. Oh man, now you're in UFC, you gotta you gotta train, you gotta do this, you gotta fight, you gotta win this fight. Is the UFC is a big deal, and people forget. Shit, man, I'm not having fun anymore. Now it's too much pressure. Yeah, no, I agree, man. I mean, you, you got to enjoy what you're doing in life. And uh, it sounds like you're really enjoying not only fighting, but where you're at, man. And I appreciate you taking the time to stop by and, and, and chat with us for a bit, man. And um, look forward to watching you kick some more butt in the UFC. Thank you, brother. All right, Thank man. You. You're in South you, Florida. I owe you a, a beer, an acai, some coffee, right, or a right. dinner, whatever you want, brother. All okay, right? Okay, we drink a beer. We drink <laughs> a beer. Awesome, man. Sounds good. There. Thank you so All much, right. Glover. Take care, man. All right, champ. Ooh.